Thanks for tuning in to the fifth episode of Fine Tuning with Marcus Matijic. Uh, I'm excited today because uh, I'm in I'm on remote location. I'm in Copenhagen, Denmark, and this is very exciting for me because I've never been to Europe before. So I've I've thoroughly enjoyed myself. I've been here for a couple weeks now, and uh, I'm just having a blast, taking it all in. I was in Iceland, Norway, Sweden, now Denmark. So uh, very excited to be here, and very excited to be doing a podcast episode. Um, you know, Stefan Galster is my guest today, and uh, a Danish singer singer songwriter, and I'm very excited to have him here to perform a few songs. So Stefan, if you don't mind, uh, I'll have you kick us off here with a song. Yeah, thank you. Will.
summer's day on the beach in 74. The lovely future you painted then doesn't happen anymore. Today I finally realize the extent to which I lost. Today I broke up with trust. Today I broke up. Stefan playing a man, beautiful mandolin here. How'd you come to play in uh, the mandolin? I was playing, uh, I was playing folk music back in the days. Irish, Scottish, some Swedish, some Danish folk music, and was playing in a band. And we kind of just bought all the instruments that we thought looked folksy. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I came into a shop once that and I used to frequent a, a guitar shop, and he. I was just there to buy some strings, and he said, Hey, Stefan, I have something you have to look at. And this was on the wall, a mandola from hand-built by some hobby builder back in the 50s or something wow. in Sweden. Um, and it's been with me, with me now for 20, 27 years, I think. Wow, that's awesome. Now, did uh, so what was your first instrument? Guitar? Bass, I would say. Oh, okay. Yeah, probably. I played a little bit of different stuff back uh, mm -hmm. from in high school days. So I played some keyboard, some bass, a little bit of guitar, uh, some mandolin, some bouzouki, some. Uh, oh. But never really got good at anything. Yeah. Uh, and then at some point, this mandola could sort of fit in the gap between the mandolin and the guitar that and the bouzouki that I was always bringing. Well. Well, uh, when playing uh, uh, concerts, so I could bring one instrument and, and do everything in that, and it's been yeah, it's been what I played. Oh, excellent, uh, excellent. Uh, now you're from Copenhagen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this I don't I don't know. I've been walking around this city uh, for a couple of days now, and uh, not anything against where I've been: Norway, Oslo, no Oslo, Norway, Stockholm, Sweden, Gothenburg, Sweden, but. This city has a, a little more of an emphasis on art, it seems like. Um, just walking around, I get more of an artsy vibe, whereas the other places were just more city-centric. Um, is, is that something that you guys have as locals that you embrace, the, this, this culture? Certainly embrace it, yeah. Certainly appreciate it. Uh, I, I myself, I, there's a lot of open stage things in, in Copenhagen for singer-songwriters uh, happening. There's a, a vibrant uh, environment around it. Um, and I enjoy it. I go to... Well, tonight you will be playing at our club here that yeah. I will be, I'll be your sound guy there. Uh, and that is one weekly event, and, but there's several during the week also and some monthly events. And 
So I, I used to go, I, I always come here on Sundays, but also one or two during the week when I, when I can at all. Uh, it's, it's a good network, it's a good uh, community, there's good people in it and, and uh, good artists as well. Oh, that's uh, so important. Yeah, I, mean, I'm, I feel very fortunate to be performing in the Copenhagen Listening Room. Um, they have like feature artist spots and um, I'm, I'm having, I get to perform at one of those slots. And uh, yeah, it's, um, I think it's important for communities to have places like this to, uh, for artists to go, for writers to go to, and just um, kind of a collective effort to support each other. And I, it seems, places like that seem to be falling by the wayside um, in the United States. They're, they're hard to maintain, um, they're hard to attract people to, but you guys, how long have you guys been doing this listening room? Just around ten years, wow. something like that. Yeah, not really sure. I wasn't. I wasn't there from the beginning. Right, <laughs> well, that's impressive. I've only been coming to this place for like four years. Okay, wow. <laughs> Just still. four years. Yeah, sometimes it's hard to get these things to make you know to sustain over you know a six month period. Mm. But uh, yeah, ten years. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you guys have a pretty good turnout. It seems like. Usually, yeah. Usually, yeah. it goes from good to very good. Um, now, I feel like one thing I'm kind of disappointed in um, that we don't do too much in the United States is a lot of our, it's pretty obvious that a lot of American music gets brought overseas um, and it's become kind of international. But I feel like we don't really put a lot, if, if you're in the United States and you want to hear a foreign um, artist, uh, especially a foreign singing artist, a uh, foreign speaker, um, you have to really search it out, you know, mm -hmm. online. And, and luckily, with the internet being what it is, we can find that. And you know, there's French singers that I can listen to and things like that. Um, but it's something that I actually have to seek out myself. Uh, I wish it was a little more mainstream, where you could find, you know, different artists that aren't as traditional as what we have but if you were to point me in a direction of uh, maybe who to listen to um, in terms of like Danish singers or Danish Danish artists uh, who, who do you think I should check out yeah, well, I'm, I'm still thinking about uh, that question. That's hard. You, you, you asked me that question more, more <laughs> or less an hour ago and I've been thinking about it ever since while setting up the, uh, the equipment here uh, and it's it's a tough question for me because uh, well I, I will come up with something okay. eventually I, but uh, but um, I, I find my music more or less in the same way I, I when I go to the internet and, mm. and listen to music and much much of that is not Danish okay uh, and it's not because I don't think there are a lot of good Danish artists but just because that is the way you seek out new music there are two ways for me. There's the live scene and there's the internet. Uh -huh. uh, and the live scene is, of course, local. And uh, uh, you would meet many of, of or some of whom I, I would suggest tonight. We have oh, okay. two feature artists at, at this uh, stage tonight. And one of them is you. And the other one is, is a guy I really appreciate, Brendan Dean, uh, who is also an American but living here. Um, so would you? So the local scene um, is kind of like at the forefront here. That there's because um, I, I, in the United States we have this like upper echelon of 
artists and they're the ones that get played on the radio they're mm. the ones that get yeah. um but in terms of like the danish artists it seems like maybe it's more everybody's kind of local is that is that true nah there's no kind of in, in a smaller scale it's the same okay uh, it's a very much smaller market so uh, so things are different but uh, but there's the the artists that you can listen to on the radio and then there's the rest mm. uh, and I haven't really been following the radio for uh, the last like 15 years. Yeah. I, there was a I saw a piece uh, some five years ago maybe about uh, the diversity in Danish radio and on pop music in Danish radio. Okay. How it had plummeted through the last 10 years. Oh wow! And that was t just about 10 years after I had stopped listening to that kind of radio because I thought there was too little diversity in it. Oh yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, so so I don't find I don't think that's a way to to look for music oh, to okay. to find your music to find your art that it wouldn't go through the main, mainstream media. Okay. Yeah, that's actually very similar to my perspective in mm. the United States is that we have very it's a very small sample of music that gets played on the radio mm. but the independent world um at least in the United States is very vibrant and it's very good um you have to i have to seek it out myself you know uh, those bands and those artists usually don't get promoted on a high level but um they're they're very talented and they're very good they they tell great stories they have great writing great musicianship um and there's a lot of music being made in the united states that doesn't get any attention yeah. from the pub uh, from the publicity side but yeah. It's it's there, and yeah. you can definitely find it. Yeah, and from what I know from from Copenhagen, and from especially from the listening room where we are now and where we will be tonight, uh, where we have a lot of international artists like that coming around, mm. is that it's like that everywhere. Okay. There's a lot of talent hidden in more or less everywhere in, yeah. in this world, and, uh, and if if you're lucky enough lucky enough to find it. Yeah, consider yourself lucky. Oh yeah, uh, but yeah. Um, well, could I have you play? Uh, you gonna? Could, will you do a song in Danish? Yeah, for yeah, me? of course. All right. I usually write more of well, more or less all my songs in Danish, but I have one or two that I can play in English. But of course, you oh, should yeah. listen to my beautiful language. Oh yeah, I'm um, looking forward to yeah. it. Um, and I think I'll I'll play you a lullaby that. It's actually also I've I've translated it once because uh, an American also living here asked me what was that song actually about, so I have translated it. I will be singing it here in the Danish version, but maybe we can make a link to okay. the video of the English version. Perfect, so you can get it. But it it's a lullaby and it's a pretty grim one. It's uh, dark. Um, it's the the premise of it is uh, spend a couple of verses just regular lullaby style but in the end of each verse tell the world as what it really is with war and bombs and okay. climate change and and then in the last verse change the perspective to to singing to the world as okay. if we're putting the world to sleep okay uh, and then in the last part of that verse sing well just sing the parts that we're trying to hide from the world because it should sleep now okay. and shouldn't be following what we're doing to it. Okay. Yeah. 
sov, lille ven.
Beautiful. That's a beautiful lullaby. Thank you. Um, I appreciate you doing this and playing. Um, that's, folk music is, uh, is international and it's a universal language at this point. Um, I'm a big fan of folk music, so I appreciate you sharing that with us. Um, Stefan Galster, um, there'll be uh, links to his uh, YouTube and he has videos up there. We'll uh, link the English version and um, but then he's got uh, several videos up there you can listen to um, I actually prefer the Danish songs uh, I don't know exactly what they mean but it's just kind of nice to listen to um, Thank you. so uh, hey I appreciate everybody listening we're gonna wrap this up here uh, you know next month I'm hoping to maybe do some more European artists uh, while I'm over here um, so we'll uh, I'll hopefully make that work for next month as well. Until then, I appreciate everyone listening. Um, you all do me a favor and believe in yourselves, and we will be back next month.